are listening to New Life The Fort. We pray that this message encourages you and helps you stay Jesus-focused. Are you happy you're here? I am too, you know. Let me just say this. You know, people in your lives, they're there. God or like divine relationship, I could say. These people are there to help you. They're there to add to you, right? Amen. That's why you pray to God for divine relationships. Amen. You pray to God for people that will lift you up. Amen. Who will believe in you. Who will take care of you. Who will, you know, push you a little bit so that you could be better. Amen. And among, you know, God has people like that around us. And if you don't see any people like that in your life, well, I pray that you open your eyes. Maybe you're just medyo ninyo lang nakikita, right? <laughs> but today, we have someone like that to me and Mylene. You know, many, many years ago, many, many, huh? many, many. So that was like uh, 12, more than 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Someone called me up. I remember we just got married. And someone called me up and said, you know, we were, I was in the middle, at the crossroad, and so of my life, and I was uh, praying what to do, all right? And then I began to ask God, God, I just want your will in my life. And then a call came in, and it was this person. And this person called me up and says, you know, Pastor Giselle, I was not yet a pastor then, Giselle, you know, I'm building or I'm starting and founding a church in Shangri-La. Would you want to be part of my team? And so it was like an answer to, to me, to my prayers, because I needed direction. It was, it was like the voice of God speaking to you. Amen. And so that person, you know, I served under him, and together we saw uh, the, the, this church, Word for All Nations, grow. You know, for seven years, I think more than seven years, I was with him, and we just had a wonderful time. And he's here right now. I just would like to ask Pastor Paul Mata. Amen. To just stand and just, uh, we acknowledge. Amen. Pastor Paul, can you come over and just greet everybody? Just greet them, you know, and then uh, just tell them whatever you want to. He's talking about 1976. Uh, 1996. Now, but our relationship goes all the way back 1969 or 70 in Green Hills. Uh, 1989. Okay, 1989. Okay, pasensya na ho kayo. Bumabata ho kasi ako. I, I will be 60 years old in 2015. Now, I know some of you are saying, hindi naman mukhang 60 yan. <laughs> some of you might be saying mukhang 70 yan. <laughs> okay, but let me just say this. God who did not, God who freely gave Jesus Christ to us, how will He not freely give us all things? Amen. If God freely gave His only begotten Son to us, how will He not freely give you all the things that you need in life and for godliness? Amen. Thank you. This is a blessed ninth year. There'll be more blessings to come. Say with me, increase. increase. More. More. Hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor Paul. Amen. 1969, I was born then. I knew you before in my mother's womb. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Amen. That's why, you know, we have people like that who believed in us. And uh, even uh, some people, you know, who, who really pushed us so that we can be who God wants us to be. These are the people that you really value in life. Amen? We are rich because of these people. Amen? Hallelujah. Amen? Well, are you ready for the word? Amen. I have a word for us today. Do you know that this is the last Sunday of the year? Amen. God has been good to us. Amen. 2014. I just remember many uh, months ago we were here and we were declaring 2014 will be a glorious year. And we were just ending 2013, amazing. And now, we're ending 2014 and getting ready to look towards 2015. Amen. But I want us to pause right now because this is truly a double celebration. It's a year-ender and also our ninth year. Amen. So I just, you know, in my heart, just want to talk about thankfulness. 
Amen. Something that, you know, sometimes we know, many times we know, we know it to be thankful, but many times we don't do it. I think we need to be reminded of uh, God wanting us to be thankful. Amen. Can you think of uh, even one thing that you can be thankful for today? Amen. Do you have one thing? I believe there is so much, amen, that we could be thankful for. Amen. Just for this year. Amen. Not counting nine years. I can, you know, go into stories about God being faithful to us. Amen. In this nine years as a church. Amen. But today, you know, we're just going to remind ourselves of being thankful to a God who has been gracious. Amen. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for this time. Thank you, Lord God, that we can come together and just celebrate this, this time of just your goodness in our lives. I thank you for all the days that you have uh, showed us, Lord, your good days, the good days, the glory days. Thank you, God, for being faithful to us. And as we, Lord God, right now hear your word, I thank you, God, that all of us are just going to be reminded. And all of us, Lord God, will, will have a, find a reason to be thankful for. Maybe, I don't know, situations in life maybe cause us to, you know, to not be thankful. But I thank you, God, today you're going to speak to us. And we're going to see a perspective that is different. I thank you, God, that we are not, Lord, Lord God, complainers, but we are thankful people. And I thank you as we stand here right now. Thank you for your presence. You are here in this place. And we just worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let me do something right now that I did in the morning service, okay? I'm going to do this. Wow. Chiatra ko edate. What are you doing, Pastor? You know what I'm doing? I'm just enjoying this. I'm enjoying this. Yeah, because, you know, let me see. Before you clap, this is why. Because I see this in our future. I see something like this. Not SMX. Amen. But who knows? But really, I see this in our future. Amen. That we're going to have a big space like this. Yeah. And we're going to, you know what? We're going to uh, have several services as of you, many of you know, we have now six services plus two here in Aura, all live services. And, uh, you know, I've been, that's why today, two services and this many, you know, that we can accommodate. Truly, this is a blessing. Amen. And I just would like to say hello, everybody. Amen. Because sometimes you don't see us live. You see us only in the overflow room. And I don't see you, but now I can see every one of you. You're from New Life, the fourth pala. Amen. You're here. Amen. And so I just would like to thank you. You know, later on, you know, maybe you can look at one another and say, oh, you attend this church, pala. something like that, right? But truly, it's an amazing thing. And I just enjoy this time. Amen. This is one thing that I could be thankful for. I am thankful for the Lord because we can actually afford to rent SMX. We serve a great God. Amen. I remember when we were starting, Pastor Paul, you know, we were believing for 30,000 pesos every month as a church. We were just believing 30,000 pesos every month just to stay afloat, you know, just to pay the bills. To, you know, even at that time, we were not getting anything just to pay the rent and all of that. But today, oh, after nine years, look what the Lord has done. Amen. That we are able, amen, to rent such a beautiful facility. Amen. Amen. We're able to celebrate this name in this place. Amen. That is truly an amazing, amazing thing. Because truly God is good. Amen. God is good in the small things. I tell you, as you continue to be thankful, God is going to show himself faithful even in the bigger things. You believe that? Amen. Psalm 92, 1 to 2, it says, It is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing His praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness every night. It is good. Say, it is good. Psalm 105, verse 1, Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon His name and make known His deeds among the people. This is what we're doing today. We're making known the deeds of God, the good things that God has done for us among the people. 
Amen. First Thessalonians 5:16 it says, "Rejoice. Rejoice. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. And in everything, what? In everything what? In everything give thanks, not for everything, but in spite of what is happening, you can you you can, you know, make a choice. To give thanks. Amen. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. This is the will of God because as we are giving thanks, many things happen. All right? Because it is the will of God. He desires for us to always have a heart, have a, a, a mouth, really, really a heart that is full of thanksgiving. Amen. I'm going to give you several reasons why. Philippians 4, 4 to 9, it says here, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say... Amen. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. And then verse 5, let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. The Lord means He is near. How far is your hand from you? They're not as far, right? Amen. God is so near. So that, the Bible says if the Lord, the Lord is near, the Lord is at hand, it means, you know, He's so near. He's so near that He's in your heart. Verse 6, be anxious for nothing. Amen. Be anxious for nothing. Sometimes, you know, the pressures of life makes us anxious, makes us fearful, makes us, you know, worried. Amen? But you know what? It says, be anxious for not the thing. Say nothing. But in what? By prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. Amen? And then verse 7, I like this. And the peace of God which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. I've experienced that, you know. There are times we're in, I'm pressed with something. There are pressures that goes, uh, comes into our lives, amen, to my life. But I find whenever I begin to thank, give thanks and remember the goodness of the Lord in my life, the peace of God comes. Have you experienced that? Rather than complaining, what happens when you complain? Right? What happens when you, you complain? Among you, you know, maybe not here at New Life the Fort, but you're not complainers, right? <laughs> Amen. But there are times when you begin to complain, you find yourself, wait a minute. The more I complain, the more it gets miserable. I feel down. Tama? Amen. But the more I begin to choose to give thanks, something happens. Life comes. Peace comes that passes understanding. Sometimes, really, you don't really know what happens, but the moment you begin to, you know, to say something about the goodness of God and to give thanks and chose, amen, to just utter words of praise, what happens is life comes. Situation in your heart changes, and then perspective changes. Amen. These are the things that happen when you are in that thankful mode. Amen. Come on, you know that God has given us so much reasons, amen, for us to thank Him. Amen. Sometimes we take for granted the reason. Amen. We wake up. We don't even give thanks for the sun. Amen. Many reasons. The heavens declare the glory of the Lord. Amen. If you just open your eyes, we are going to be able to give thanks to the Lord. Really. And find reasons to give thanks to the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. There are several things I want to say about thankfulness. I know you've heard these things, but let me remind you, all right? First one is, thankfulness positions you for more. Among you want more. Amen. 2015, I'm so excited because I know there will be more. God has been good to us this 2014, but I tell you, 2015 is going to be even greater because God you know, the path, the, path, the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. So the more God becomes real in your life, the more it gets better. You believe that? So it says here, thankfulness positions you for more, for increase. Pastor Paul declared a while ago, increase, right? Amen. So increase. Say increase. Among you want to increase. Not in size. All right. Amen. But increase in your heart. Come on, you want to increase in your wallet. Come on, you want to increase in your giving. Amen. Come on, you want to increase in helping people. Amen. I tell you, thankfulness positions you for more. And not only that, thankfulness positions you for miracles. 
Oh yeah, you're going to see miracles when you are in that place of thankfulness. Amen. I love this story. Amen. If you've been in New Life the Fort, you know that this story is one of my favorite stories in the Gospels. What is that? The feeding of the 5,000. Amen. And so in John 6, verse 11, you know, it says here, And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to the disciples, and the disciples to those sitting down, and likewise of the fish, as much as they wanted. Amen. Do you know the story here? All right, but let me say this first. Do you know that this miracle is the only miracle aside from the resurrection that can be found in the four Gospels? Do you know that? Aside from the resurrection in, Mark, in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the feeding of the 5,000 can be found, can be written. So, ibig sabihin, the Holy Spirit purposely put that there for a reason. All right? The feeding of the five, we understand resurrection is so important, right? It must be in all of the Gospels, right? But why the feeding of the 5,000? Why do you think that the Holy Spirit purposed it, na ilagay niya, that He puts it there at those, you know, in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John? Amen. Because I believe God wants us to understand something here. All right? Number one, that He is into miracles. Amen. He is into miracles. God is the God of miracles. There is nothing impossible with your God. Amen. And then number two that we need to understand here is this verse that I just mentioned or read. That the access to your miracle is by you giving thanks. Can you see that? The access to your miracle, the access to your provision, the access to what God has for you is when you begin to give thanks. Amen. Jesus, I tell you, had so many negative things going around him in this point, right? Number one, the setting. The setting, if you read it, they were in a deserted place. It's a deserted place. So that means there's no supermarket there. <laughs> there's no 7-Eleven. There's no Save More. <laughs> there's no Metro. Nothing. Nothing, all right? So it was so impossible to get food for the 5,000. Actually, the number, oh my goodness. The number is not just 5,000, right? They are 20,000 people, including uh, uh, women and children. 5,000 men and then women and children. So it was impossible, all right, for them to get food. So that was negative for Jesus. That was a negative scenario for Jesus. Number two, you know, the problem was huge. How would you feed 5,000 people, 20,000 people. Do you know how many we are today in number? Maybe around 1,000 people here. All right? Imagine times five. All right? And then one more negative is the logistics. How much did they have? All right? Five loaves and two fish. Impossible? To feed, to feed my son five loaves, two fish. That's impossible. My, when my son eats, man... He eats a lot. <laughs> but look at that. The logistic, what they had, the supply was ne- negative. It was truly, I tell you, scarce. Five loaves and two fish to feed 5,000 people, 20,000 people. Among you know, that is impossible. Are you facing some impossibilities today? Amen. You know what Jesus did? How he handled the situation? First thing, he, what? He made them sit down. I love that. I love that picture. And then John, in the book of John, it says there, he made them sit down because green grass was all over the the place. Amen? Do you know that green grass or grass in the Bible speaks of provision? Do you know that? You know, in Psalm 23, it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not lack. He makes me lie down in green pastures. That speaks of blessing. That speaks of provision. Amen. So he made them sit down in provision. All right. And he made them sit down. For you to see a provision, you just need to acknowledge that God is your supply. Amen. God is your supply. And then not only that, Matthew, Mark, and Luke are in agreement that the Lord, they stated there, the Lord looked up to heaven. 
And John said he gave thanks. And then the miracle began to happen. Do you want to see miracles in your life? Well, the Gospels are telling us how to see miracles. They look up or they give thanks. Jesus give thanks. And then the miracle begins to happen. Amen. When you look up, what happens? It changes your perspective. Sometimes the answer for your problem is as simple as looking up. You've been engrossed with so many things, problematic kasi with all of these things, but sometimes we just need to pause and then step outside and look up. Or sometimes we just need to pause and then look up to heaven in our hearts and say, God, you are the lover of my soul. You will take care of me. Amen? And then in John, John says, in John 6, 11, what, the, what happened? He gave thanks. And then the miracle starts happening. Amen. Among you want to see more? Among you want to see miracles? What's the access? Thanksgiving. Amen. Second thing that we can see or third thing that we can see here in the Word that talks about thanksgiving or thankfulness is thankfulness positions us for wholeness. Wholeness. Say wholeness. Amen. Among you like wholeness. Amen. In your body, among you like wholeness. Amen. There were 10 lepers. They were begging Jesus, 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 heal me, heal me. And what? You know what? Jesus healed them. Let's look at the, the passage in Luke 17, verse 12. Then as he entered a certain village, there met, to, met him ten men who were lepers, who stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And then in verse 14, so when he saw them, he said to them, Go show, show yourselves to the priest. And so it was, as they went, they were cleansed. Say cleanse. Amen. Cleanse. You know that word cleanse there means healed. All right? Healed. All right? So what happens to their body? They were healed. All right? Verse 10, 15, And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving what? Him thanks. Out of the nine, out of the ten, one person went back to Jesus. All right? And then in verse 17, so Jesus answered and said, where, Were there ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Verse 18, Were there not, not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? Because he was a Samaritan. Verse 19, And he said to him, Arise, Go your way, your faith has made you well. What was the difference between the nine and, the, and the, that one person who gave thanks? Well, the other nine, they got healed. But among well, you know the story, when it comes to leprosy, you know, that that sickness eats up your body, right? The healing that happened for the nine, it stopped. The disease stopped, but they were still deformed. They were still deformed. But the one person who gave thanks to the Lord, when Jesus said, your faith, arise, go your way, your faith has made you well, that word well there is wholeness. So that means that one person who went back to the Lord, not only was he healed, but you know what? Something, a creative miracle happened in his life that God began to just, his body began to become whole again. Not deformed anymore. There was wholeness that happened because this person gave thanks to the Lord. Amen. You know what? I believe that as we give thanks to the Lord, we're going to see wholeness in our pockets. Amen. We're going to see wholeness in our bodies. There will be wholeness in our relationships. Amen. There will be wholeness, amen, in our bank accounts. There will be wholeness in our business. Amen. God is into wholeness. You believe that? Amen. And also, one more thing about thankfulness. So I mentioned that thankfulness positions you for more. Thankfulness positions you for miracles. Thankfulness positions you for wholeness. Do you know there's one more thing? Positions you for life. Positions you for life. Jesus was faced, you know, in John 11, He was faced with death. His friend Lazarus died. Among you know this story. All right? 
And this Lazarus, who was a dear friend of Jesus, has been dead for four days. In John 11, verse 40, it says, Jesus said to her, Martha, did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? And then in verse 41, in John 11, verse 41, then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying, and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, look at that, looked up and said, Father, what? I thank you that you have heard me. Amen. He looked up and then he began to give thanks to the Lord. Then verse 41, and I know that you always hear me. Amen. Amazing the prayer of Jesus. Amen. Father, thank you that you always hear me. What the prayer. Amen. Who among you know that God hears you today? Amen. You know, gone are the days when you pray, Lord, I pray that you hear me. Are you there, God? Diva? Come on, you pray that prayer before, don't raise your hands. But today, because of the word, because of the revelation of our identity in Christ, we can come to God today and say, God, I thank you that you always hear me. Jesus, pray that prayer. And we understand our, our authority, our identity in him. And so he says there, and I know that you always hear me, but because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. And then verse 40. Three, now when he had said these things, look this, look at this, okay? The, the events. He looked up, he gave thanks, and then he began to declare something. Woo! Are you ready to declare something for 2015? Amen. What is your access point so that you will have the boldness and the faith that will rise up? Remember what God has done. Look at what the Lord has done in your life this year and then out of that, you begin to step out and begin to declare. Whatever death that is positioned for 2015, I say life to that. Amen. Amen. Jesus, he was facing death. But after Thanksgiving, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. Maybe you're believing for a boyfriend. Lazarus. <laughs> You've been praying, God, give me a boyfriend. Call his name. Lazarus. Lazarus nga yung lumapit, ano? Woo! Well, no, no, wag naman Lazarus. Okay, Brad! Piolo! Oh, whatever. Jericho! Oh, whatever. Amen? But the moment you begin to give thanks, faith will rise up and life will rise up and you begin to say something and then death needs to bow down to what you declare. Woo! Oh, glory to God. Give thanks to the Lord today. Amen. That's why if we go back to Philippians, Philippians 4, in the 4 verse 6 to 9 in the New Living Translation, it says here, let's start with verse 6. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything in the New Living Translation. Tell God what you need. And thank Him for all He has done. You see that? Then verse 7, Then you will experience, what? God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Verse 8, and now I love this part. And now, say now. now. Dear friends and sisters, one final thing before I close. Fix your thoughts on what is true, honorable, and right, and pure, and lovely, and admirable. Think about things that are what? And what? Worthy of praise. In the New King James Version, it says, Whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely. Amen. Look at your wife right now and say, Lovely. Amen. If you don't have a wife, you know, just picture. Get a mirror. <laughs> wow, you're vain. If you get a mirror and say, lovely. <laughs> wow, maybe some of the men are doing that. Lovely. All right. Well, we have a problem. You do that every day. <laughs> Pastor, you said I need to be thankful. Yes, okay. 
I got your point, okay? It says here, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. We, when we meditate, we replace our thoughts with God's thoughts. We replace our thoughts with life thoughts. When we meditate, we choose to meditate. Umang, you know that thanksgiving is truly an act of believing. It is an act of believing. Especially when you don't see something. Oh, there were many times in the past, you know, that I don't see anything for the church. But we choose to give thanks. We choose to say, Lord, you are the God who builds this church. And look at how, what the Lord has done. We're here. Amen. And we're getting, you know, excited for the next year. But I tell you, what happens is when you give thanks, oh God, what happens is you see His provision. You see His supply make manifest in your life. The more you give thanks, the more your mind is washed. And let me say something about provision. Are you with me? The people are here. And on the side, look at me very, very carefully. All right? And hear what I'm going to say. If you see supply in your heart, then you are going to see supply in the natural. If you see supply in your heart, then that will manifest in the natural. Manifest in the natural. God works always inside and out. Amen. Then verse 9, it says, And the things which you learn and receive and heard. Oh, there are things that you've learned. Many things you've learned, heard, and seen. I borrowed this from Pastor, Apostle Paul. Right? The things that you've learned from Alvin, from Gabe, from Katie, right? from Mitch, from Pastor Mylene, from the people who stood right, in this pulpit. The things that you've learned from our guests heard and saw in us. These do, and the God of peace will be with you. The God of peace will be with you. Amen. You know, God wants Thanksgiving to be so intertwined in our lives that it is not just an event, but it is a lifestyle. Amen. It must start with, with, with an action. It must start with a decision. Amen. We're ending this year. You know what? Ending this year, this is the last Sunday of this year. I don't want to enter 2015 with baggages. Tama? I don't want to enter 2015 with heavy laden. So much bitterness. <laughs> so much unforgiveness. So much strife. So much anger. So much worry. I don't want to leave... Uh, to leave 2014 and enter 2015 with all of these things. I want to leave them behind. Among you want that. Amen. Because I tell you, if that happens, it will make your life miserable. It's going to be a weight. Remember, I told you, a good example of that is like you have a barbell. If you're dwelling in strife and unforgiveness, it's as if you have a barbell. You know, you know a dumbbell. All right, you go to the office, you have a dumbbell because you always carry it in your heart. You go to, you go to the bath, you go take a bath, you always have a dumbbell. Imagine, imagine 15 you know, pounds dumbbell. And then matutuluga, it's there. And the more you remember what, you know, you relive the strife and all of that, the more it gets heavy. Right? I don't want to live like that. Amen. You know, someone, you know, offered to do something for us. And I'm going to show you a video. This is a fun video, but really it speaks to that point, all right? Of us, if we do not forgive and allow God's hand and God's protection, and rather God's peace to come, the forgiveness of God, it will lead our life into misery. You want to see this video? I'm going to show you this video, all right? Please see this right now, okay?
You got that? Do you want? Do you want unforgiveness to always give you a hard time? Strive to always be there, you know, trying to focus on one thing and then parang palaging may distraction. I don't want to live like that. Amen. And I believe you don't want to. So as we, you know what, enter into 2015, celebrate the goodness of God here at 2014, let's leave these baggages behind. Amen. Amen. Do you know in Matthew 11, 28 to 30, in the Message Bible, Matthew eleven twenty eight to 30, it says, Are you tired? Are you worn out? Burn out on religion? It says, Come to me. Come to me. Say, Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. Amen. And I'll show you how to take real rest. Amen. Verse 29, it says, Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the enforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Amen. Keep company with me. Amen. You know why one way for us to keep company with God is when we say, God, thank you. Amen. And you learn to live freely and... Amen. I don't want these people or these things, you, you know, hover, hovering around every time I remember. Right? I want, to, I want us to be free. Let's be thankful. Hey, Pastor, you don't understand what he did to me. Maybe. But you know what? God wants you. Because do you know what? you forgive, what happens? You are set free. You yourself are set free. The moment you begin to say and see the other side, the goodness of the Lord, you know what happens? It's going to set you free. Amen? Especially at the end of the year. You know, there's a verse I want us to read right now. Is this helping somebody? In Psalm 65, verse 11. Psalm 65, verse 11. I believe this is a perfect verse for us as we cap the year, as we end the year. It says, you crown the year with your goodness. Hallelujah. And your paths drip with abundance. God crowns 2014 with His goodness. And your paths drip with abundance. In the New Living Translation, it says here, you crown the year with a bountiful harvest. I want to end the year knowing His harvest. Amen. And see really how God provided for us, for me this year. Not dwelling in unforgiveness, not dwelling in strife, not dwelling in anything that is negative. But the Bible says in Philippians, you choose whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is good, whatever is lovely. We begin to think on these things. Amen. I'll read the whole verse. It says, You crown the year with a bountiful harvest. Even the hard pathways overflow with abundance. Yeah, there are are hard pathways, 2014, right? But we, if we choose to see, we are going to see, Wow, Lord, you still provided. You still took care of us. You still, I still see your abundance in our lives. Amen? Hallelujah. You know, I asked some, some of our team, you know, to give me nine things to be thankful for. You know, as New Life the Fourth. Okay? Because nine, why nine? Nine years, right? So nine, nine things. So they came up with something I can uh, add, I can uh, read to you right now. You want to read this? I want to hear this. Nine reasons New Life the Fourth can be thankful, you know, for. All right? Number one, the revelation of the finished work of Christ. Oh, I tell you, God has blessed us. Thank God that He opened our eyes to see this revelation of the finished work of Christ. Amen. What's number two? Number two is His favor. Amen. Among you are favored by God. The Bible says His favor surrounds you as with a shield. I believe that the hand of God is upon New Life the Fourth. I believe the hand of God's favor is upon you. You just need to recognize it. You just need to recognize it. Amen. Number three that we can be thankful for is His provision. Amen. God has been providing. Amen. Has been providing and will continue to be provider for us. Amen. You know what I'm doing right now? I'm thanking God. I'm applying what I'm teaching. Amen. Nine years, so much. But I thank God for His provision. 
Amen. How many of you can thank God for His provision in your life? Amen. Woo! Hallelujah. Number four, the opportunity to host Jesus Festival. Amen. Next year, we're going to have a Jesus Festival here at this venue. Among you know, the opportunity to be a blessing to the body of Christ. Truly, God has given us this, this dream, this vision. Amen. God has given to me this vision and the opportunity to host and bless the body and to introduce to them the finished work of Jesus Christ. Amen. Number five, I thank God for divine connections and relationship. Amen. Maybe later on, maybe you can send a text to your friends, to your, to your pastor. Well, I don't know. You know, you can send a text to your friends, you know, to your loved ones and say, thank you. Thank you for being there for me. Amen. The, the Lord has blessed New Life the Fort. Nine years is so rich with relationships. And God is adding more relationships to us. And you're going to meet some of them next year in Jesus' festival. Amen. Number six, anointed leadership and amazing volunteers. Woo! You guys are the best. If you are a volunteer in this house, can I ask you to stand up right now? If you're a volunteer in this house, stand up. Come on, congregation. Why not just, ex- you know, thank them. Wonderful. Hallelujah. These are the people who man the gates, you know, who man our, you know, our media. Everybody, you guys are the best. I would like to thank God for you. Truly, imagine kung wala kayo, wala kami. Where will we be? I don't, we'll have no mic. I will have no makeup. I will have no, because these people, some of them did not sleep just to present this, just to have this. Amen. God, you guys are amazing. Number seven, ability to bless our community through the Joseph Project. Amen. We can bless the community. And God has given this church an opportunity that every 25 pesos that you give, maybe next year, 50 na, no? I don't think so. Amen. 50 pesos next year. 25 pesos, we were able to touch a lot of families. We were able to touch, you know, go to Tacloban and bless Tacloban. Bless them with Jesus Festival. This is your giving. 25 pesos. Next year, it's going to be 50 pesos. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse number 8, revelation of the word we are hearing which leads us to experience. Or I put it here in number eight, lives change due to the revelation of the word that we are hearing. Among your your life has been changed because of what you're hearing here at New Life the Four. We are, even me, I am changed. I would like to thank the Lord for that. Amen. Hallelujah. Number nine, His grace which makes everything we do possible. His grace that makes everything we do possible. Amen. As believers, quickly now, let me just praise God. As believers, we are thankful for His love which displaces all fear. His shed blood which makes us clean. His broken body which makes ours whole. His favor which opens doors no man can shut. His provision that never runs dry. His promises which are unchanging. Amen. His grace that empowers and sustains. His presence that never leaves. And His name that is above every name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Why not stand to your feet right now and just thank the Lord? At this time, I want you to just worship Him, just thank Him, just bless Him, just thank Him for the year, and thank Him for new life, the fourth. Thank Him, you know, for the nine years that God has given us. Come on on your own, close your eyes and just begin to thank the Lord. Thank Him. Open your mouth and just begin to praise Him. Just begin to worship Him. Just begin to love on Him. Just begin to, oh, adore Him. You are amazing, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. We worship you, O oh God. I bless your holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. We worship you. Now. Lord, we stand here with our arms stretched open wide. And we would like to say thank you for nine years. Thank you. Thank you for bringing us this far. Thank you, Lord God, for the many opportunities that you've caused us to step out to the unknown and see all the while that you, have, you were there waiting for us. I thank you, God, for not limiting us. You don't allow us to think small, but you allowed us to think big. I thank you for the revelation, Lord God, of the cross that change our lives, that passions us, Lord, that fuels us, that keeps us passionate, Lord God, to share your word and to share your gospel. I thank you, God, for we're just barely scratching the surface of what you have in store for us. I thank you, Lord, in you, we are complete and yet there's more. I thank you, Lord, in you, we know that we're provided for, but we know that there will be provision still manifesting what you need to draw near and take whatever you have provided. Thank you, Lord God, for the paths that you have guided us to. Thank you, Lord God, for the wisdom that you have given. I thank you, Lord God, for the decisions that you help us make through your Holy Spirit. Decisions, Lord, that benefited us and benefited the people around us. I thank you, God, for Oh, healing in our bodies. Thank you, Lord God. Sometimes, Lord, sickness might come, but you have healed us. You have made us whole. And so I thank you, God, for that. Thank you, God, that our bodies are strong and healthy. We end the year free from sickness, disease. We enter the year whole, healed. Thank you, Lord, for life. We don't just survive here on this earth, but we live. We live. We have a passion. We have a purpose. We don't just live, Lord. We don't just day-to-day -day survive, but we expect and we are excited for the days ahead. Thank you, God, that we are not touching just our generation, but we're touching even the next generation. I thank you, God, that we, you, you're giving us a platform a bigger platform so that we can lift your name and we can declare your glory and grace to the people. I thank you for experiences. Thank you, Lord God, for encounters with you this year. This year's, <laughs> nine years. But I thank you, Lord, for more, more encounters. Oh, we go deeper, we go higher in you. I thank you, God, for days of glory grace of days of provision days of grace we thank you lord god for the for the for this year 2014 and we look forward to 2015 oh we are grateful lord god we are grateful thank you for all that you have done thank you for all that you have invested and poured in our lives we are better today we are whole today because of everything that you've done we worship you come on just lift your hands one more time and just bless him
And as you lift your hands, get ready. You're saying, God, maraming salamat. Thank you. Thank you. We pause right now and just say, Oh, nasan kaya kami kung wala kayo? Where will we be if you are not in our lives? Thank you for listening. For more information, follow us on social media or visit our website at newlifebefore.com.